that's my impression of a monk. Okay. <laughs> that was my impression of a harmonizing monk. Yeah. Welcome to Beer Plus Three, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With me today is the man of my heart, the passion I find in my life, the wind beneath my wings. It is Rick Anderson. I thought it was the wind between your legs. No, that's somebody else. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yes. I call him Sasquatch. Oh. <laughs> and we're yet waiting for Bree. So we are going to attempt to do Beer Plus Three Sans Bree. We've never done this before. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, we yeah, we've, we've done it before. <laughs> but that's okay. Anyway, welcome to, to the podcast. Um, to top it off, uh, we're in the middle of a conversation, but uh, we are currently drinking Fremont's Session Pale Ale. And I must say, it's I might really have to open good. another one. Yeah. I, I always hear, you know, I good. hear the word session in a beer name, and I think it's going to be fairly unimpressive. I, I think this is, no, I, I think I, it goes beyond. I often like these um, mm-hmm. because they're fresh like this. I mean, they've had a long day. Yeah. I like a fresh beer, and it's also low alcohol. It's usually like four, four and a half. What is this? This is one? four and a half. Oh, okay. Five sometimes, but... Well, that's a bad sign, because I was going to say I'm already feeling it. <laughs> uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> the beer noob strikes again. This podcast is going to end up on the roof. <laughs> it's on the roof. It's off the rails on the roof. <laughs> Off the rails. Off the rails, man. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we were actually talking about Ip Man and World yes. War Two and how, how the Japanese aren't weird anymore. No, they're not weird anymore. <laughs> really? <laughs> they're a little bit weird. I don't know. I, uh, uh, one of the big things in Japan right now is uh, um, camel toe panties. I saw that. <laughs> what the fuck? Really? Of all the things, Japan, really? <laughs> That oh was, man, and that and, and you just need mom jeans, and you got 1988 <laughs> all over again with the, with the waist. You know, yeah, the waist goes the way, way the fuck up there right up to your boobs. With that, that what was with the the half leather jacket thing they all wore too? Remember that in the oh, 80s, yeah, the half leather yeah. jacket. Yeah. Oh my god, there was a lot of stuff in the 80s, like clothing wise, that was just questionable. Like where did. You know, people always point at the seventies, you know, and all the catalogs and stuff. You look at the seventies and there's all that crazy stuff. But I think oh, yeah. the eighties eighties is I think a direct result of the seventies. Yeah. I think they were like, Well let's scale this back. <laughs> really? That's scaling it back, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> nope. I am still puzzled by the shirts. I mean, to this day I always wonder what the purpose of this was. They there were these shirts. Um I think it was only guys that wore these. I don't remember, but I think it was only guys who wore them. And they were like cut off like right about here so they weren't like um sleeveless but they were just like not very long sleeves yeah and they always had like the little what looked like a fake flap right here up on the upper part i think so i had one of those opened up i think i had one of those. oh my god jeff i respected you at one point <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember that sounds like something i might have had at one point in 1987 yeah but it, it looked like basically you were wearing like maybe it was like a robe or so like it wrapped around and then you had one part of it kind of opened and you could see the other part of it, but it was just fake. Oh no, I didn't have and that I, one. I did have one like a wrap around type thing like that. Oh okay, okay. That, that did have the flap, but it was just a. 
I had a friend that had one of the, a couple of those shirts, and I was just I constantly gave him shit about. It. I was like, "What's the what is what, what is happened the to your shirt? <laughs> you brought a bo- broken shirt, man. You brought a bo- broken shirt. Are you trying to open it or not? It's like I can't tell what the state of your shirt is. <laughs> That's awesome. And it bothers so me. So, uh, what's our first, uh, second, third, or fourth beer? You our want another one of these? Sh- we, do we waiting? want to have another Fremont? I could probably go for another Fremont. Fremont. Is it wonderful brewery? Yeah, and I don't use wonderful lightly. You do not use Thunderful. And well, uh, I guess this is a good point to, to bring up my little brewery excursion last, yes, your last vac- week. So how was your vacation? I mean, overall. Uh, I mean, My vacation was a little uh, disappointing, to be honest. The weather, oh, wow, the weather didn't hold out for us. We've had fantastic luck going to uh, Seaside every year, but the weather did not hold out this time. No. Not even slightly. Oh. And we, every time we go out to the beach, you know, it would like clear up. And then we'd, we'd go, oh, here's a chance. It's finally the weather's really cleared up. <laughs> I know. We'd, back. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and I lost my cool at one point, and the kids thought I was mad. And I was like, I'm not mad. I'm just like, it's just frustrating because, you know, we're here, and we could be having fun out on the beach and stuff. But no, the weather wants to keep thwarting And you went to it. where again? Where did you go? Uh, Well, Seaside. Is that in Is Oregon? That? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's on the coast of Oregon. So, so it's like about you're twenty minutes. That March has bad weather in Oregon, really? It's no, I, we've always done really well. This is our eighth year going, and we've always had great weather there. This time of year, I think yeah. you guys went more in the springtime. No, late March. That's what we were actually questioning ourselves. We were going, did is, do we go in April? Maybe, and then we're looking. You know, Facebook has its. You know, what you did, you know, this time in past years, and it's like, no, all of our Facebook, you know, our past vacations are coming up. It's like this is the time we've gone. It's just the weather just, just <laughs> does, doesn't hold out. It does feel like the weather is shifting like forward. So yeah. it, it, winter almost doesn't begin until like mid-November or late November is when yeah, winter this starts. Yeah, this and then it doesn't really end like until like March or April. Yeah. You know, and then that's when spring starts. And then summer doesn't really start until like July. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. But, you know, we, we have great fucking uh, Octobers. I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful yeah. Octobers. Yeah. I've always loved um, uh, June in Bellingham has always been like one of my favorite times of year here because it's just like you're it's really still it's it's just cool enough to where it's comfortable but it's like the weather is very summery mm-hmm. and it's just like that I've always loved that about this place um, but yeah we uh, we got rained out for the most part but it was okay I mean part of the vacation is that the family's together and we're mostly disconnected from work and mm-hmm. all that stuff so it was still fine we had a good time. Um, but while we were there, we went over to Broadway, which is like the main road there where the roundabout is, and or the turnaround. Anderson's on Broadway. <laughs> and we, uh, one of the days we were out, Deanna and I went kind of shopping at a few a few different places, and uh, it was really funny. We went into like this. And little, you bought bookshelves? No, we didn't buy bookshelves. <laughs> <laughs> we did buy bookshelves, just not in Seaside. Oh, okay. Um, we went into this one place where this old lady was running this store, where it was like this old old style like de- decor you know it was like really and Deanne just loves that stuff is it decor loves, or decor 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 dicker <laughs> she was selling old style dicker <laughs> and so um she was um my grandpa was, sold that dick. right away i felt like she was my uh my grandmother she's like look you know I, I made a joke i said yeah i'm just i'm just along for the ride my wife's the one who's into this and she goes oh well we're gonna have to take care of you come why don't you come up to the counter and they had all these uh, Ooh, you got beer you know they had chocolates that they were made, and she's like, "I'm going to give you some chocolate," because I was like, nice. oh my "God, you give me all this chocolate." It was very funny. But after we were done with that, uh, we <laughs> that's who, that's what you should have said. You know, I just followed that lady in here. Now I'm following you. 
should add Deanne. Just start going, help me. <laughs> that would have been awesome. But um, we went further down the street to Seaside Brewing, which is a uh, new mm-hmm. new place there. And it was it how was new? Beautiful. I mean, how old is it? Do we know? I, I think it may have actually been there last year, but we didn't notice it. Um, but it's it's relatively new, and mm-hmm. we had never gone there. And you know, we were by ourselves, so we were like, "What the heck? Let's go in and, and have a beer, check it out." And it's a beautiful place, you know. When you from the outside and even on the inside, mm-hmm. it's like it's um it's a the building that they use, I believe, was the old uh, town town hall, city hall, whatever it is, and um. It you so when you walk in you can you can sense that it's an old building but they've they've made it look nice it's like uh, wood everywhere um, mm-hmm. like I told you earlier it reminded me of Deschutes a little bit with all the the way that they had had redone it beautiful beautiful place we went in and we ordered a couple of beers and they were terrible <laughs> they were just well what beer did you awful. order I, mean, I ordered their IPA and Deanne ordered a sour that was like a um, it was supposed to be I think a blackberry flavor. Wow. And there was no blackberry flavor to be found. It was just sour flavor. It wasn't even sour. It didn't even taste no? like this. Yeah, it was just. It was really? very like I said. It was. It had a high wang content. Um, did not. Did not impress, even remotely. Uh-huh. And um, Deanne couldn't finish her beer. I couldn't finish her beer. <laughs> it was like nobody felt, finished the beer. I felt kind of bad because I like the idea that you know the somebody in that small little town decided they were going to give this a go. So you must have had the Sneaker Wave IPA. Oh, you, oh, I didn't even a bother true looking West it Coast up. style IPA loaded with heirloom English malts. That's yeah. probably where you went wrong. I, mean, it, I don't think you like those kind of malts. Yeah, heavy-handed use of German and American hops. Huh. Uh, a citrusy West Coast IPA that blah 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 blah. And then there's the full rip red, the Marion Berry Hef. Uh, that was it. No, I got that wrong. It wasn't a sour. It was a Hefeweizen. Of yes. course it wasn't sour. Yes. I was the thinking native of fruit else. of Oregon, Marion Berry. Yeah. Mar- and it just it. did not ter- taste like Marion Berry no at all. Marion Berry had no qualities that you would expect from a Hefeweizen. It didn't. It didn't. That was the. It was just like. It was. It was fucking awful. I mean, I don't. Here's the thing. It's like, I, I love the idea that somebody wants to do something like that, especially in a place like Seaside. Because if you go there um, looking for a place to drink beer, you know you've got like very little to choose from. Yeah, and the, and it's it was it's a really nice addition. It's like yes, this needs to happen, and maybe one more, you know, on this street that would be really cool. And so it's like I don't want to dump on the guys, but oh my god, they've really got to step it up a little with the beer because it was not good, <laughs> not good at all. I was <laughs> well, they to- have a lot of beers, and you guys only tried two, so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I would give them a pass on this. I mean, they got the sneaker I'll, wave IPA. Yeah. They got a nautical Kolsch. Yeah. Um, they got a full rip red Marionberry Hef Driftwood yeah. Monk, which is a Belgian pale. Yeah. A summer pale. Uh, Super Kook Belgian Triple. Storm uh, a stout Stormcrow Stout. Yeah. A Belgio American IPA Surf Pine Extra Pale. Seaside barley wine, impassable Russian imperial stout, and this one I'm I interested in. I almost had that. Brinny the oyster, and it is an oyster porter. They actually oh. use cold water, uh, fresh cold uh, Oregon oysters in it, and then a shoga ace where they use some Japanese rice and malts and hops. I didn't see those on the menu. So they got a lot there. I yeah. mean. I will. Um, here's what I. Here's my dream. How was the food? At least, or did you have any food? No, we decided just to call it good and and take <laughs> off. We got a couple of glasses because uh, you know it was like yeah, because you're in a brewery and you yeah. should get glasses. Not for the hell of it, but um, 
Yeah, it was really. Uh, I'm hoping. Here's my here's my dream scenario: is I walk in there next year, which I will, mm-hmm. and try something else, and we're we'll, maybe we'll do the the taste. You should do like, a flight next yeah, time. Yeah, and uh, just you know, maybe maybe they will have improved. You know, yeah. If Aslan can do it, <laughs> oh, so it's the old Seaside City Jail and Town Hall mm-hmm. is where they're located, and they have some pictures. Yeah. You can tell. You pictures. can tell walking in that it's a restored older building. And that's like what adds some of the coolness to the yeah. to the place. Well, right on. Yeah. If I ever find myself in Seaside, yeah, please, most likely, I I, I don't want to discourage anybody from doing business with them because I want them to succeed. But I have to be honest my my experience with their beer was not yeah not good. And that's why I was I was sitting there thinking I could grab a growler of this before I come back for the podcast, and then I thought, no, nah, I'm not getting any of this to bring back. Did they have any bottles at least? Maybe you should have grabbed a. a no, they didn't have any. I didn't see any. any we bottles. went over and looked at all their all the stuff they had available, and that's when we decided to buy some glasses. But, right on. Yeah. Well, I always try to pick up a glass now. I'm done with. Uh, I'm done with growlers because um, I have so fucking many, and now that I've broken probably about three or four. <laughs> Um, the glass ones. Um, the only glass ones I'm buying are uh, from what do you call that? Colchin. Because yeah. I can just trade them in really yeah. quick. So, uh, but from now on, I'm just buying the metal ones. Right. Yeah, they're about thirty to sixty dollars a piece, but they don't break, and you can they're, find replaceable parts for them. Yeah, I think it's I think it's worth it to do that. Um, yeah. I I've never broken one, but I love. I have. I well, I used to have a steel one, and was I loved that. Mm-hmm. I think it's I really like cool. if I bought ones. if I buy any more growlers, I think it'll probably be the metal ones because it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, I don't think. But yeah, but uh, yeah, the the um, that's one of the articles I saw about beer this week is that a company uh, is opening a chain called Growler USA, and they are aggressively like expanding fast. They want to they want to put that up as a competition to a like they're trying to be a, a real competition for like the uh, for the mainstream beers. Like creating places where you can go to fill growlers. Oh, like a chain store that fills that's a yeah. growler fill station yeah. almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. So we are. I mean, we already kind of have something like that with. Uh, yeah, it's called well, breweries. We have a couple of them actually. Yeah, we have uh, Elizabeth Station is one. McKay's. Um, McKay's Tap House. Yeah. Is kind of one. The local is kind of one, but I wouldn't. I would I would say more along the lines of something like uh, Elizabeth Station is probably more what they're going for. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, I mean, I, I would assume. I you see how well that does here, and I've seen it. You know, when we went oh, to Eugene, huge. Oregon, we we spot. You know, we went to a place that was exactly like it, mm-hmm. and it was like it's. I think that concept does really well. I mean, obviously, so it's, I think yeah. it's a really smart idea. I'm just kind of curious. You know, I want to mention it on the podcast now and maybe revisit it a year from now and see if... And see if we've been to one or we go to one. Yeah, yeah. They they talk about the uh, the the expansion. They want to they want to uh, expand like crazy and, and uh, you know, open up all kinds of franchises and let people open Are them they out. doing this on the West Coast or the East Coast? Um, they are doing it in Denver. They're starting there. That's where they're, that's where they're based. Denver's West Coast. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Denver's West Coast. Yeah, because they're they're that. up in the Rockies, and well, once you're past the Rockies, that's Midwest, right? And I always think, yeah, I, I picture it that way too. I always picture Denver, or, you know, as as a West Coast kind. Of, yeah, that makes sense. I I think of Idaho that way too, but maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> well, as I've said before, Idaho is just a, a southern state that migrated north. <laughs> <laughs> and got lost, forgot where it was, and then just complained about everyone around it. All the other states are going, you look lost. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't y'all stay right there? <laughs> that, that land is useless. Yeah. But then they got the cool uh, in Idaho. They have that uh, that lava field that they called the Craters of the Moon. They film movies there and stuff. It's really fucking cool. Yeah, there's a movie called that, isn't there? I think there's a movie. That's no, they named filmed after that. movies there before and pretty right. big movies. I don't remember which ones. Yeah, but uh, um, but it's called Craters of the Moon. It's a huge lava field where uh, these huge lava flows right. and bubbles went under the earth, and so you can go in these like big tunnels. Yeah, but it's all just lava rock around you, and then you come out the other side. And, and oh, that these, would be cool. Yeah, it's lava tubes, and then they have the jetting rocks that come up. You know, mm-hmm. very cool place. But it's in Idaho, so no one's ever been there. Because <laughs> really, no one goes to Idaho unless they have a reason. Just remember, yeah. <laughs> if you have a wonder of nature. Don't put it in Idaho. Yeah, just put it somewhere else. Put, put it, it somewhere else. You know what? You know what's right below Idaho? Yeah. What's below Idaho? Yellowstone. Is it? Is it to the yeah, south? It's like of right Idaho? below Idaho. I thought it was. Oh no! Yeah, the the, the there's West the corners of all those states yeah, right yeah, there, right, right, and yeah. it's like right there. Wow, I didn't know we were the Grand that close Tetons to are right there, and then there's Yellowstone, yeah. and and they're right above that. Yeah, and really. Yeah, well, who's going to go? Well, they're all just going to go to Yellowstone. You drive like through Idaho to get to Yellowstone. That's pretty much <laughs> what people do. They don't even have a giant ball of yarn anywhere. They just fucking just keep driving. No one's wrestling that, alligators. That giant ball of yarn, damn it! Yeah, giant ball ball of yarn, alligators. The you know, the the the, the world's oldest junkyard. Just the stupid roadside shit that we used to stop by. When I'm going to start a, a roadside exhibit called a normal size ball of yarn. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out on the normal front. size balls of things. <laughs> That's what it should be. Just a whole museum. See normal this tennis ball? Stuff. Completely normal. Just a normal tennis ball. <laughs> See this ball of yarn? Biggest pizza this... ever? Not. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Or like the mystery spot. It's like this is not a mystery spot. Did you ever that's go? It. That's, that's the side. This Did is you... not a mystery spot. Did you ever go to any of those kind of things? Oh, the mystery kid? spot was awesome. Yeah, mystery in Oregon. Mystery spot. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's in Oregon, isn't it? Yeah, I never went to that. What when you say mystery spot though? What are you talking about? Oh, like the it's the water that rolls uphill, and then the yeah, the, the house that feels like crooked, but it's not crooked, but it doesn't look crooked, but it feels crooked. Yeah, yeah. And then like you're going upstairs, but you're really going downstairs. You know that all that kind of weird stuff. And it was always like the mystery spot. Well, yeah. when I was a kid, we stopped everywhere, man. Right. Because when I was a kid, we had the family truckster. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I know you've probably never seen the movie, but that's a a, a vacation reference. Yeah. Um, I've seen it, but uh, <laughs> we had the station wagon that we called the family truckster, and and mm-hmm. we every summer we would make a drive. Yeah, almost every summer. My parents love to drive; they still do. They love to just drive all over and explore, right. and that's what we used to do. And, and we'd drive down the Oregon coast or the the coast here in Washington, and we've been to the seal caves and the mystery spot. Right, right. right yeah. uh, we ended up uh, doing a big tour of the country, and we went to Yellowstone. We went all the way to like Oklahoma City right. at one time, and then came back. And yeah, it was. It was interesting. Yeah. We stopped at all that stupid shit, like the biggest ball of yarn, and, and stopped at all those places in Utah that has the bones of uh, uh, dinosaurs and stuff. And, right. You know, all that stuff. That's, um, I, my, my, I never went to the mystery spot. I always used to think that was like a, I wanted to go there so bad, but I never oh, went to it. Oh, it was fucking it. cool. My grandparents took me to the, uh, the trees of mystery. 
which is like where all the trees are like growing and doing weird things that are inexplicable and it's probably not nearly as cool as the because I don't actually remember that I don't much even remember it. the trees mystery <laughs> I do remember going to see the redwoods that was cool yeah redwoods were cool Oh yeah, yeah. I went. Uh, my parents and did a road trip to Disney. I was going to say that's funny that our our parents' generation seem really into road trips, and that seems to have mm-hmm. gone yeah. away. Well, they grew up in during the fifties. Yeah, and so that was the big boom of all the cars. Buy your car, go on a road trip, and you know Route sixty six and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so that was their big thing was to just oh well, we'll just drive. Right. No fuck you, I want to fly. <laughs> I'm of that generation. Fly me there. Give me a beer. I shut don't, the fuck up. I don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time to fucking drive. I, of course, I hate driving. But. Yeah, but that's um. There, uh, I I recently saw the one of the newer versions of this. Oh, that's probably not new. I mean, it's probably been around for a while. But I'd never heard of this one, which is um, you know, certain places have what they call a, a gravity hill, mm-hmm. where, and I think it's that the land is shifted in such a way that you're it gives you a false sense of what where flat is and it's just enough to where you really can't sense it and then it's like one of those things where if you put your car into neutral like on a road that looks like it's going uphill you actually start you'll roll all the way up it mm-hmm. although you're not technically going uphill yeah it's something like that yeah i think at the end of the tour of the mystery spot yeah. or the mystery house or whatever the fuck it was called yeah you got to you got to they'll explain it to you like why is this doing this right and like it was the ranger part of the right tour and, and you know whatever <laughs> turns out they were just cheating the whole they were just magnets under the table that's all exactly and you just float across the table because you're f- you're made of iron um <laughs> but but uh yeah they had the, the mystery what else did we do uh, i remember going to the redwoods years later and doing acid that was fun <laughs> no mushrooms acid or mushrooms i don't remember which yeah the really biggest matter. trees on the planet that's not that's not cool enough for jeff he has to do it oh no it was cool when i was a kid but then uh, i lived in um southern oregon for a couple of years i lived there oh and one of my uh roommate and really good friend brian he and i like to smoke lots of weed and we do acid once in a while but um a lot less than i did when i lived in skagit um but uh I remember he was like, hey, let's hoe it over to the, the, the trees. I didn't know if maybe he had never been there or whatever, but right. we were like, yeah, let's go, because it was only like a two- or three-hour drive. We could make it to the Redwoods in Northern California. Yeah. So we drove down, but we got lost at the Redwoods, and it was just like normal trees, and we had already taken our acid, and like, fuck, I want to be high <laughs> near the big fucking trees. Oops. <laughs> yeah, well, push comes to shove. We, we start hiking. We left the car behind. We start oh, hiking. Great idea, right? Oh, yes. I don't remember, so it really doesn't matter. Um, we started hiking. This part I remember because we were hiking and getting higher and higher because it takes a little while for the acid to, you know, yeah. really kick in. And so you want that. So we're hiking and hiking really and, and we're you know talking and walking and 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 probably smoking weed, which is a bad idea when you're on acid because it's a waste of money. Um, <laughs> Because you can't feel it. It's now I I'm really so. fucking high, and the weed's not going to do shit. Yeah. I'm but, drinking uh, this Jolt Cola. Over. We probably had beer with us too. I'm sure <laughs> shitty beer. But uh, um, we, we're walking, and the trees are just getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> and, bigger. and finally, he just takes so off. He runs really far ahead, uh-huh. and I stop and I just watch him just run. And Brian's like about my height I mean he's like almost yeah. six foot yeah and uh, you know at the time he had the long super handsome guy but uh, he starts running he just runs and runs and runs and runs 
And suddenly he's this tiny little person. They see this giant tree. And I... I I don't remember exactly what I said. It was something to the effect of, I think it's working. (laughs) And we just played in the Redwoods. Oh, you did actually make it to him. Yes, we we walked there. I was thinking this was a a perception thing. No, no, we made it to the redwoods because we 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 were hugging trees and we were trying to put ourselves around the tree. (laughs) I can't touch your head. You know, just the weird, stupid shit. You know that we did, and uh, we just played in the redwoods, just fucking high as fucking ah. You know, so and then later we woke up out of our highness. So with our, you know, whenever so, you whenever you do acid, you get this like lead butterflies in your stomach afterwards, and hmm. and they just sit heavy and they're just it feels like butterflies in your stomach. And weird. Like, uh, uh. <laughs> you go to the car and you get in the car <laughs> and you just leave. We went back home. It was fun. Yeah. It was a good time. So there are. Part, I was on the. I thought that um, you know, the redwoods like a. I thought they were like a national forest and stuff. Yeah. You had to, but but like any national forest, they have a lot of roads. And at that time, they didn't have like roads that were so you don't off. And so I think what we did was we accidentally on the freeway or the road that was supposed to take us there. We just kept going straight and didn't turn to go to the redwood. The oh, actual oh. like where the the national forest is. We just kept going, and then we're like, well, maybe this is it. So you had we just turned down a road and boom. We you had no up. trouble finding your way back to the car. I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking out of it, man. I love how frequently these stories include the phrase, I don't remember. I, don't remember. <laughs> I just remember the beginning, some of the middle, none of the end. <laughs> so, hell, we could have had sex in the forest. I have no fucking clue. All I know, I was happy and having fun. And it was awesome to see that, just like, oh my God, you're so tiny. <laughs> you just look up. And the trees just keep going, and they're huge. I would imagine that's a pretty... Uh, literally as big as around as a house. Yeah, yeah. They are fucking huge. We did the touristy thing, I remember, as a kid, of the one that you could drive through. The one that actually yeah. burned down. I mean, they, I Oh, did it burn down? Yeah. I, oh, think it, I remember um, driving through that in the family yeah. truckster. Yeah. Family truckster drove right through that. And then the babe, the big blue ox. and, and Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I got a little uh, bank of babe. <laughs> You know, remember the plastic banks where they put fuzz on them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they were like animals. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got babe. Mm. This is like what nineteen eighty five, six. Yeah. <laughs> I, I must have been like eleven, maybe twelve. Yeah. It was around the time I got into comics. What? I never had that kind of bank. I always had the. Uh, I had a, a one that would look like a book. Yeah, and you would put it in. There was like a little uh, chintzy little key that you'd put in to turn it to open it, and there would be yeah. like you'd, all your money would be inside. And at one point, the key actually broke, and it was like there's money inside. <laughs> I can't get my money anymore. What the fuck? That's why you break the bank. That's why I learned not to save money. Spend it as soon as you get it because it's going to end up stuck in a book. <laughs> Yeah, I I ended up with all kinds of banks. I had that. I had I had the the stupid bank that has the hand come out and like grab the money, oh. and pull it in, and that kind of stuff. All kinds of stupid uh, things. The that nightmare I had. one, yeah. The okay. nightmare yeah. one. Whatever. Yeah. Stupid banks, man. Yeah. Oh, it's good beer. This is really good. I'm I'm. Uh, for this a... is definitely a recommendation. I think I would give this probably. Um, I'm thinking a four on my end because this is one of the best. 
Fremonts I've had in a while. Yeah, I'd agree with that, actually. I'd, I'd give this a four. What is this again? This is the Fremont... Session. Session Pale IPA. Ale. Or, yeah, Session Pale Ale. Sorry. Fremont Brewing. Good job, Fremont. I think we've had a lot of their stuff before. I don't I don't mm-hmm. really They're generally recall. a good brewery. Yeah. It's funny. I don't recall ever being seriously disappointed by any of their stuff, but they don't stick out, though. No, reason. but we rarely ever have them. I mean, I don't think we've had a lot of it. Yeah? Yeah. I, I recently got a 12-pack, actually, of cans of their, uh, what's called Lush... Yeah, it's a super flowery, hoppy IPA, and it was okay. I mean, it wasn't; it, it didn't stand out as well as this. I think I'd probably give it maybe a three. Yeah, but it was super drinkable. It was tasty. I mean, it was. But hmm. you know, if 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 it's going to go up against things like you know Melvin or or something like that, or even uh, well, the IPA we had here at Menace was a fucking amazing. Yeah, um, and. Uh, no, it wouldn't hold up against those, but it mm. would definitely hold up against a lot of them. Yeah. Especially East Coast IPAs. Sorry, East Coast. <laughs> We're not sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mean that. Well, East we Coast. had different palettes, different, uh, you know, they're using different crops and whatnot. It's a different world. It's it a is whole a whole other I'm world. I'm sure it is a completely different world. Oh, speaking of different worlds, Hello. I saw a movie Hello. that was on my list of movies that I've missed, which is. Avatar. Avatar, yes. Finally got around to seeing that. Yes, James Cameron's uh, sci-fi opus Mm -hmm. telling us, again, what we did to the Native Americans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I had had heard, that it was Pocahontas for a sci-fi Pocahontas. It wasn't Pocahontas. I know it wasn't. I I enjoyed the movie. I liked the movie. Unfortunately, me and my wife, I think it was my birthday when it came out that year. It was around my birthday. We went and good. I've been wanting to see Avatar because I love James Cameron. I mean, he's not the most... You know, incredible filmmaker ever, he's, but he's, he he does good work. Yeah, he does good stuff. Um, but <laughs> we went. I think it was the day I had everybody to the Copper Hog. Back when the Copper Hog was open and good, um, <laughs> way back in the old days. Yes, in the ancient times. <laughs> um, but we had. I drank way too much beer. I had eaten way too much food. Yeah, and then both of us. Had done the same, and so we decided to go to the movie. <laughs> Guess what? We both did during a 3D movie. Oh. Sleep the whole fucking time. Oh, I thought you were going to say we slept throw through up. most of the movie. <laughs> you going to say you threw up? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I, I slept and digested. Is what I did. Jeff wouldn't waste good beer like that. <laughs> I tried my damnedest to stay awake through most of it, but I've I've since seen it. Yeah, and it's not the most memorable film he's ever made, but it yeah. was it was okay. I enjoyed it. Um, I was uh. I was entertained. That's all that matters. Yeah, really. I mean, the bottom line is always that. I um, mean, not everything can be Terminator 2. That's true. <laughs> or Aliens. Aliens or the was Abyss. a really good movie. I like that movie. Aliens is great. Yeah. Speaking of, Bill Paxton. Salud. <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw that. I saw, I told you earlier that I finally watched, this is a movie that I had seen little bits and pieces of, but I'd never watched from beginning to end. Me which too. Which was Zombieland. Oh. No. Which was a huge surprise for me, and uh, yeah, it was great. <clears throat> very, uh, very entertaining. The Bill Murray thing in the middle was hilarious. I mm-hmm. mean, that was just too funny. I, I couldn't. Even, I was like, "That's that's like dresses like a zombie to go golfing." <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Genius. Um, I actually read about originally. I guess the 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 guys who wrote the screenplay for that had planned that to be uh, Patrick Swayze. 
and they couldn't get him. He was on board with the idea. He, I guess he, oh, yeah. they, they'd managed to get a hold he of him. He must have been pretty sick at the time. Yeah, that's actually likely. what happened. He started to get sick, and then he had to start pulling out of a lot of projects and stuff that he had in mind. And um, Yeah, they were like, supposed to make another roadhouse where he was like Sam Elliott's part, and some other kid was supposed to be new. They had oh. that in the works. They, no, they had tons Weird. of stuff. Because of the, we've had such a resurgence of like the 80s crap, and especially the old men doing yeah. the same thing they did in the 80s. Yeah, and yeah. he would have fit right along with that i mean i, I like patrick yeah. swayze I, yeah. i've always liked him i don't like a lot of his movies because i don't really like he seems like yeah that's right i was gonna the, i was gonna say stuff that he's done that, i don't think i've ever there's been always a... steel dawn <laughs> what steel dawn what's that red dawn no steel dawn what's steel dawn i think I've it's called heard... steel dawn yeah <laughs> and it's, it's like this post-apocalyptic uh movie kind of like a uh, mad max Ian type future where oh. it's swords, but it's sword and sorcery kind of at the same time. But the right. sorcery is actually technology, and yeah, it's. Oh. I loved it when I was a kid. I thought it was the coolest shit ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steel Dawn, <laughs> Red Dawn. But, uh, yeah, there's also that. They were uh, they were, anyway. They wrote it for him, and he he started yeah. to get sick, so he had to pull out. And so these guys were uh, the writers of that of this movie were relatively un. They didn't have a lot of connections in Hollywood, so like, oh my God, this is th- we we need this to be a big celebrity, mm-hmm. and we don't know anybody. You know, I guess the Patrick Swayze thing was just a, a little fluke. They got lucky that he agreed to do it, mm-hmm. and, and um, so then they were like going through everybody they knew that could had any kind of contacts, and they were, I guess, they wrote like twenty, thirty different versions of this screenplay based on we could get this guy to do it. And so they would rewrite that whole part of the movie based on if they got that person. Mm. So they would be ready if they had to produce a script for the person, if they managed to get a hold of them. So I guess there's like 20 or 30 versions of that, that whole middle section of the movie out there for all these awesome. different, I'd love to read those. And um, I really wish William Shatner would have gone on. Here. That would have <laughs> been, genius. that would have been as good as the, as the Bill Murray one. Yeah. But um, eventually they were, and they were despairing because the film was shooting and they didn't have anybody yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they went to Woody Woody Harrelson, and they said, "We, you know, this is what we'd like to do in the middle of the movie. Do you have anybody that you know that you'd be able to contact that might look at this?" And I, he right off the bat, he goes, "Well, what about Bill Murray?" He goes, "I got his, I got his number." And um, so they they wrote a section. They wrote it for him. They they sent it to him. He read it. I guess he thought it was hilarious. And then he said, "He goes." Um, originally, I guess they wrote it so that he was a zombie. They find him as a zombie in the in his house, so they have to kill him. And that's mm-hmm. you know they. And he said, "How about if I'm not a zombie but dressed as one for some reason?" <laughs> and so they were like, "Okay, we could do that." And so they rewrote it to add in the whole thing where he walks in originally. And uh, I guess he thought it was hilarious, so they need to agree to do it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's genius. But um, that that whole yeah that that was just a great idea. I mean, you, the whole movie was good but that was like that was like the cherry on top that was like the moment you're watching that and you go okay this isn't just a funny movie this is like yeah it certainly it certainly made the second act like shine for (laughs) sure um and as i said earlier there was originally written as a tv show yeah yeah and um, uh nobody wanted to make a zombie tv show because it just wouldn't fly of course it would so not at all (laughs) nobody would watch that so they made they ended up making the movie they finally got the money to make the movie so they made the movie well um one of the first tv shows that amazon ever came out with was zombie land there's a pilot out there of the zombie land oh really uh tv show and oh, it's probably on amazon it. prime you just have to search for it maybe yeah i would love to see but that. It, it's one of amazon's first soirees into tv 
uh, or a, a, a television style show. Did it just? It, just um, didn't it take... was good, um, yeah. but you know when you hold it up to a candle like yeah. movie, yeah, yeah, it's it was basically one good. of those flashlights that you always took camping in the eighties that you had to pump, <laughs> and it never quite got too shiny or you hey, know. I got one of those. You'd take it to go pee, but then you'd have to pump it like six times, and then while you were peeing, it would fucking die. And then you'd have to pump it again, and you'd trip over shit because it was never bright enough. This is way too specific. <laughs> but, you know, the show wasn't bad. Yeah, that, like I said, that would be like trying to turn Caddyshack or something into a TV series. It's going to get compared to the movie, and it's just not going to. Yeah, it's not going to fly. Gonna, there's, yeah, no, there's, no, there's not enough drugs in the world to make that movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they did all the drugs to make that movie. That that's and Popeye. Very, very possible. So Popeye the movie. Yeah, that's a that's Popeye a movie. the movie. No, they're, they're, apparently it was just drugs and hookers the whole fucking time they were on that fucking island. <laughs> that was just Shelley Duvall. Yeah, that's all she wanted. Was, that's how she got paid. Drugs and hookers. <laughs> no, apparently the guy that uh, produced the sh- movie or something like that, they yeah. went to Malta to make the movie. And that, right. that the set is still there. People yeah, yeah, the set I saw shit. that. I saw an article about that. But, it's cool. Uh, yeah, and, and apparently he was just flying in like women and like lots of fucking cocaine and shit oh, over and over and over again, supplying you know Robin Williams and all those guys with uh, what they needed to... Yeah, fuel them. I I think Robin Williams' performance in that is fucking. I think everybody's performance in that movie is fucking awesome. Oh, it's a good movie. I love I love Popeye. Yeah, it's, people hated that fucking movie though. Hated it. I it went to the movie theater fun. and saw that I think four times. Oh, did you? I loved that movie. I thought it was I thought it was awesome. I love. I don't it. like Popeye, but I like that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think at the time I was just you know as a kid at that time it was just um Robin Williams was like a god, you yeah. know because of Mork and Mindy at the time. So for me as a kid, it was just like, oh, my God, he's in a movie, you know, and I have to go see this as many times as possible. We didn't see Moscow on the Hudson or? Uh, I was disappointed by some of his other movies as a kid that I've since revisited and, and have come to appreciate. But at mm-hmm. the time, I was like, this isn't funny. Oh, they're <laughs> This awesome. is not funny. Fisher King, come on. Yeah, no. Well, that was I was a little bit older when that came out. But, yeah, he did some serious movies uh, early on. And, uh, God, there was a movie that... Um, <laughs> He was involved in that I remember as a kid I was disappointed because uh the movie was called Can I Do It Till I Have to Wear Glasses? I think that's what it was. And it was a skit movie. The those kind of movies that were kind of big in the seventies. There was like a few like Tunnel Vision and Kentucky Fried movie. Yeah, and things like I that. Think those guys really started that kind of role. The yeah. National Lampoons guys really started that. And a couple and of them. Then Second City, I think, was there. There's Second City, I think, was the Kentucky Fried movie. And then National Lampoon had another movie similar to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. what it was. There were some, some of them were pretty good. The Groove Tube was one of them. That was really yeah, funny. That was, yeah, and that was like actually, late 70s, early 80s. That was made up of um, art films that they had, not art films. I say art films, but I mean that in the sense of. Um, like they were kind of underground projects done by a lot of the people who were associated with the early Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. They did like these little skits, and a lot of and and somebody came along and said we should just put these all into like like a you know single movie. And they would um show them in these kind of um avant garde art house type places early on. Like they would just be like one of the skits would just be repeating on a TV. So you would like kind of walk through these places, and they would just be playing on a TV for no apparent reason, <laughs> and um. But yeah, so, so so that stuff was kind of cool, and uh, the um, 
I have completely forgotten what I was talking about. <laughs> well, on that note, let's open another beer. Uh, let's see, what do I got here? I got uh, no. Oh, Robin lie. Williams. The yeah, the, Robin Williams in his bad movies. He was in. No, he he had a very tiny role in this movie, and the and the the people put it out and put his name on it really big because in the meantime, after they had filmed it with him in this very minor role. Um, he got he got big with Mork and Mindy, and then they put this movie out, and they put his name on it, big, starring Robin Williams. You know, and he, I guess his uh, his agent, agent manager sued the hell out of these guys and said that's not his movie. Mm-hmm. You need to take his name off it, or you know, stop advertising yeah. it as if it were. But yeah, it's um, but I remember being kind of disappointed because it was a very grown up movie, and I was like, Robin Williams can't do grown up stuff. He's, He's supposed to be doing funny stuff. He's supposed to be crawling out of an egg. Crawling out of an egg. Nanu, nanu. He's supposed to be reporting to Orson at the end of the show. No, that's true. I almost forgot about that. All Did the you things not... he learned. I loved that show. I used to record it oh, with yeah, a little tape recorder and listen to it repeatedly throughout the week until the next episode came up. That's awesome. I loved that. Oh, next. that was a good sound. What's this? It was this? a good sound. Red, white, and pale ale. From Red, no white, lie? no lie? I'm not sure how to read this. Yeah? Red, white, and no lie. Pale ale. Yeah? It's from no lie. So we're moving up the uh, hop scale here. Yeah? Sounds good to me. From a session pale to a pale ale. I like that. And since Brie is not here, and apparently uh, we'll she We'll have is... to split her share. Yeah. Well... well <laughs> We'll split it 50-50-50. All right. Speaking of people on the podcast, it was kind of cool to finally get Mike Lucas on the podcast, listening to that one. Yeah, that, that was that awesome. That, that, that was, was great. Cool. He I fit liked... right in, too. It was oh, kind of yeah. cool. I remember the I, first I time. I swear he didn't even realize we were recording. I don't think he did at first. <laughs> <laughs> I remember sitting there thinking, does he know this is this is being committed to? Uh, eh, we won't tell him. <laughs> He'll never listen to it. Yeah. Mm. That's that was good. a fun. That was a fun night. That was um that was the really la- the podcast that was episode one one eleven one twelve one eleven something like that one eleven one twelve is what one. you have right now in the can. Yeah. Okay. The one where the well, dog is barking. Oh, right, right. One eleven. Um. So, yeah. And then we went down to downtown Olympia later. Mm-hmm. Oh, immediately after, and got pizza. Yeah. Pretty much immediately after, we went to uh, get pizza at the old old school pizza, which has really fucking good just. That was good. Good pizza. Except my uh, Stromboli or whatever Calzone took for... <laughs> it took a while. <laughs> it took three days to deliver, I think. <laughs> they did, yeah, what, what they what they have in pizza, they lack in uh, you know service. That was, that was kind of awkward. Everybody was basically done when mine was ready. <laughs> I was like, okay, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would have just ordered a slice if I had known this was going to take so long. That was all good. I yeah. we, I liked some of the pictures we have from that. Uh, the, I you know what I did? I went into the bathroom. I don't know if uh, you went into the bathroom when you're. This is a dumb thing to bring up about any business, but um, I did, and and uh, I <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike had gone into the bathroom just before me. Yeah, and the bathroom was full of guys. Yeah, and so I didn't walk in with Mike. Are you and thinking so, of the same place? Yeah, this was a single use bathroom. 
Oh, where? Oh, at uh, you were thinking. Pizza. You're thinking at the pizza. Oh, sorry, I'm moving ahead in the night. I was you like, go this, ahead. this story's going to get interesting really fast. <laughs> the single user bathroom was full of guys. <laughs> yeah, you should see it was a fucking orgy. Well, no, it was. Um, the bathroom had been so completely plastered in graffiti. Yeah, from yeah, been from bathroom. top to bottom. And it Literally, was, the ceiling even. And the ceiling yeah. is tall. Yeah. It's not like somebody just stood up and started painting shit on the ceiling. No, they had to have bring in a ladder with them. And it was all little stuff. It was like just it was By like the way, overwhelming. they missed the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I cleaned it up. <laughs> it was so overwhelming. I walked in. It was almost like an artistic experience. I walked in. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. I just want to stand here for like a few minutes and take all that in. Mm-hmm. And so I actually did a panoramic shot, two panoramic shots of like going all the way around the whole thing. So I have like these really high, de- you know, high detailed uh, photos of uh, of the entire thing, three sixty. <laughs> you and took I, pictures of a bathroom, but it wasn't the bathroom. It wasn't the bathroom. It was the walls, like all this just crazy yeah. amount of graffiti. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just felt like this is like a work of art. This is way too cool. I really like that part of Olympia. I've only ever seen yeah. the douchebaggery part of Olympia, like where all the lawyers and the politicians and oh, they're the, ill to go. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. only seen that part of it. I've never seen like that awesome, visceral kind of, you know, mom and pop area that's, yeah. that hasn't been taken over by every Starbucks on the planet. Right. You right. know, and it's it's a great fucking area. It's when really when nice. we lived in Aberdeen, that was like our little escape. You know, it was like fifty miles away, but it felt like a bigger more interesting place to be mm-hmm. but we only ever it was like for us it was like just coming from aberdeen it was like the mall was always our focal point well because you, you don't write know the, i know i know at that time if i had known you know we would have gone off and done other things but it was like the mall was always oh my <laughs> god the mall Pat so Oswald's book he, he writes that he's like yeah, yeah. Every, everything awesome happened 30 minutes away from me yeah <laughs> That's what it felt. You know, <laughs> because he lived like just just far enough from I don't know whatever major city, New York or one of those type of places. That, right. Yeah. That yeah. he he grew up like thirty or forty minutes away. Yeah. So he never really got to go there as a kid, but all the coolest shit happened there while he was a kid. He says know? so many things that I relate to as a, having come from a small town like that, where he's like, mm. oh, he has a bit where he's like, uh, he goes, uh, you know, when you've passed the test of the small town, when you say, I'm leaving before I kill everyone and then myself. <laughs> It's like, yeah, that's um, I can relate to that a little too well. <laughs> I understand. If I understand. I, be... I did leave as well, yeah. and I'm glad I left. If you say, because I got to live in like San Francisco, Southern Oregon, and uh, uh, Mexico City, Texas. You know, Austin, not Texas, Austin. Oh, I didn't know countries. you lived in Texas. I lived in Austin for. I only lived there for like three or four months. But Austin is like a less Texasy part of Texas, right? Yeah, it's from what Texas I Texas Sea. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a little dot of blue in a sea of red. Yeah. <laughs> it's the island. It's the oasis in the right. desert of red. That's where uh, Bill Hicks and Sam Kinison, not the, I would put those two in the same. Well, sentence, it's also a huge college town. I mean, there's uh, yeah. any given. Uh, when I think when. Uh, that's where uh, Dave went to school, was is in Austin. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, cool. there's, uh, there's at any given, uh, during the school year, there's like 59,000 students that go to that university. It's huge. Yeah. It takes up most of the town. Wow. So it's like, as if, if Bellingham was like twice or three times the size, and then half of Bellingham was the university. Yeah. That's basically what Austin is. Wow. 
And trust me, they have a great music scene. They have uh, incredible bars, that's wonderful I, food. Yeah. Um, that's where I went to the Alamo Draft House, which is the coolest fucking place. And oh, I, the theater, the, the movie? Movie theater that's yeah. also a, a draft house. You know, it's also a, a place where they serve beer. Now they're brewing their own beer. Yeah. Um, and uh, they cool. weren't at that time, but uh, when I lived there back in the, uh, the late, uh, early 2000s, early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, like 2001, I think, is when I, I lived there. Hmm. And uh, but the Alamo Draft House was awesome. It's like uh, I could see myself living there if it wasn't in Texas. Yeah, you know, <laughs> if it was anywhere else, almost in the country, <laughs> I could almost see myself living there. But no, uh, great town though. It's awesome, and yeah. they actually since have closed the Alamo Draft House that I did go to. I went to two different Alamo Draft Houses. I've been to the one that wasn't downtown. I don't remember exactly where it was. Dave would know probably better than I. Yeah. I've been to that one a couple of times. It's like just outside of downtown, and it's just a movie theater, and you go there. It's where we watch Clerks 2 together. I watched it with him, yeah. and I went there and saw another movie back when I lived there. But also I went to the one downtown, which was super awesome because it was like they basically built the whole back of the theater was just living rooms. Oh, weird. And so you could just hang out on couches and love seats and bean bags. Like individual rooms? Yeah, like, not individual rooms, but it was set up like tiny living oh, okay. rooms in the back of the theater. Like a big IKEA. <laughs> almost, yeah, almost like it was a bunch of showrooms except shitty like furniture they found, you know, the, like free, you yeah. know, on the side of the road. They just grabbed that furniture, stuffed it in there, and boom, you're watching a movie, drinking your beer. And it was, right. it was a very fucking cool place. And I so wish the- I could emulate that here in Bellingham. Alamo Draft House, did they show... I got no money. What kind of movies? Did, they don't show like mainstream stuff coming they through. They show the, everything. Um, they will show mainstream. I mean, okay. we, we, like I said, we saw Clerks 2 there the week it came out. Okay, right, right. Huh. Um, but they also show old-timey movies. Like they've... Uh, I saw an older older movie there, and I can't remember which one. I want to say To Kill a Mockingbird, but I think they just showed the trailer to it. I would love to watch and, older movies and on a big screen. That would screen. be my goal if I ever got a chance to open up. You know, to, I I wish I had the money to buy that movie theater on the south side. It would be, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Hello, hello. You're on the podcast. I fucked up. <laughs> You did what? It's okay. We're going to let it go. What's that? Awful. I literally was, I called Brandon. I'm like, I'm on my way home. Oh, my God, this day is such. I didn't get out of work till 5. Yeah? If I leave now, I can be there in 20 minutes. Would you guys still be there? Uh, We'll probably be wrapping up by then. God damn it. So did you want to give your final thoughts? (laughs) Final thoughts. Don't get an office job because God Damn it. Yes, I agree with you on that one. Um, <laughs> where are you now? I'm currently looking at your diatribe on the uh, the messages. Oh, yeah. I literally like walked in the house, went to the bathroom, came out, sat on the couch, looked at my phone, and went, fuck! <laughs> well, like I've said many times, the podcast is not a job, so... You know. But it's my podcast, and I, I love it. But look, you're on this one, and you didn't even have to show up. <laughs> but I'm not drinking beer. How does that help me? Well, you could fix that really quickly, you know. <laughs> I think we're out. Oh, and I promise to get you buzzed for your D&D game. Oh, you have a what? game, don't you? You have a D&D what? game. She was going to get you buzzed for your D&D game. See, and I appreciate you getting me buzzed for my D&D game, because... <laughs> It helps me with my sociopathic character. I'm a, I play a 16-year-old with a drinking problem who only cares about herself. 
What, a 15-year-old that only cares about themselves? What? Is that, I know, right? <laughs> I was going to say, is that the beer or the 16-year-old that's causing that? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh... Of course we missed you, but, you know, we, we didn't have any problem getting started on our own. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a feeling you guys could fill in the space, but... Yeah. I miss you guys. I, we even oh. made we even made homemade hummus. What? <laughs> and what? it's delicious. I miss the hummus. God damn it! I'll make. We'll we'll make more. Oh, <laughs> now I'm just trying to guilt. My guilt-trip. life is over. Now I'm just trying to guilt trip you. <laughs> In good grief fashion, always super fucking late to the party. <laughs> Nice. You know, Rick, I, I blame a... you for my for, for my lateness all the time because it wasn't until I started giving you rides to D and D that I became late for everything. <laughs> oh come on! Did really? that rub off on you? I you know I I I actually will accept that because that's probably what actually happened. <laughs> I think you can go to like a witch doctor and have that removed. <laughs> I'm just cursed. <laughs> but you have to show up on time to the witch doctor, otherwise he's not going to do it. So, oh, kind of no. a catch, catch twenty two. Well, so, sorry. Uh, I guess I should try to leave a day and a half early, and then camp outside his house, and then make sure I set three alarm clocks to wake up on time. Right, that'll work. Uh, maybe <laughs> I don't know. I've been sleeping through my alarm clocks too. So, ooh, that's not good. It's been a backwards day today. Yeah, oh, week. It's been a backwards week. Yeah. I'm happy wow. your thing's attached. What's Go ahead. What? You're so happy. I'm happy my head's attached to me because, holy crap, if it wasn't, I'd probably leave it at home, too. Yeah. What are we leaving at home? My head. Oh, your head. Yep. Right on. I like to keep mine firmly, firmly stuffed in my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice and warm in there, I heard. Really cozy. Well, you know, when you're bald like me, it really helps. <laughs> I don't think that's advisable. I'm just, I'm just gonna say that. Do not try this at home. We do not want to be sued. <laughs> right. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna let this slide this time as long as you promise to be here next time. Yes, okay. with all the beer. Okay. All of it. I want all of the beer. I will bring all of the beer. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Well, have fun at your game. Woo. Sober. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Nothing worse than gaming sober, I guess, right? I'm thinking about this. All right, guys, have fun. Yeah, oh, yeah, always. All right. All right, see you Bye. later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, there we go. Got her on the podcast anyway. That's funny. <laughs> Even if she was sober. <laughs> yep, that was sober. I don't like sober. Sober's boring. Oh. It's not always boring, you know. Sometimes it can be interesting. Like when you're sleeping. Yeah, it's the only time because your brain's going fucking nuts. But what do you we think of the uh, red, white, and pale ale? I like this. I actually 
maybe don't like it as much as I like the Fremont, but it's good. It's good. Yeah, I'd still I'd give, give it a three. I was actually going to give it a four. <laughs> I know. I give it a three. I mean, it's good. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to say about it. It's a little more malty than I like my pale ales, but um, it's. I, I think the malt adds a little bit of flavor to it. Yeah. Keep cool. It doesn't have a cool description. Oh, right. It does. Red, white, and no lie pale ale is what how you pronounce yeah. this. Uh, presents a freedom to choose independent of labels, nicknames, and dogma. Oh, they're in Washington. Yes. I didn't know that. American-grown citra hops and massive dry hop edition shine through. Hmm. I got through that without throwing them up in my own mouth, so that's good. <laughs> Six point one percent alcohol and thirty five IBU. So you know what, you uh, know, no, it's it's a good beer, and yeah, they're in uh, Spokompton. I mean Spokane. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. That's why I have I have a no lag growler, a metal one. Uh, I went there good. last last summer. I want to say yeah, maybe the summer before. I think it was summer before. Um, no, it was last summer. Last summer I went there for a convention, uh, Washington State. Um, it doesn't matter. I went there for uh, <laughs> uh, not a convention. Uh, what do you conference? I went there for a conference. Okay, conference is business. Convention is comic books. Okay, um, <laughs> I went there for a uh, conference, and uh, I was with Lucas actually, and we went to uh, Lucas showed up to the wine tasting I was at because you can sign up to either go play golf. Or go to a wine tasting. Right. And Lucas showed up at the, the, the wine tasting. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? Why aren't you playing golf? He was like, I pulled my back or you know, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. So he was there, and, and he and his, one of his partners from his job, his uh, uh, casino, um, I, I said, hey, I'm, I'm heading to fucking No Lie. I can't come all the way here yeah. and be literally 15 minutes away from No Lie and not go because I love No Lie. I like their beer. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I'm like, I have to go. So I went. I was like, hey, I'm leaving. And they're like, I'm going to bed. Drink too much wine. <laughs> um, so it's okay. I mean, I had to be poured into bed at the end of that night. But uh, uh, it, was, it was fucking phenomenal. The beer there yeah. was wonderful. I had a flight, and then I had a, a beer. I bought the growler. They filled it for... Because you're not supposed to do that in Washington. But they did. Oh. I guess they could put that charge into the growler. Yeah. Perhaps. But the growler's about $30. It was a nice... Uh, it was a screw top um, metal insulated growler and it is worth every penny it was only 30 bucks and it has no lie on it and everything so it's no it was cool. it was worth the visits to no lie i went there by myself and just i had a bit of, i didn't even have any food i just drank <laughs> and i tried most of their beers the guy was very very the, uh, there was two people kind of behind the bar serving me and 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 everybody else the bar was super long and uh, they kept coming over so you want to try something else you want to try something else they just kept like, filling little tries for me so yeah. I, I tried almost all their beer that's cool <laughs> so very cool place if you ever get a chance if you ever find yourself in spoke compton you definitely should head out to uh no lie it's, i've never been to cool. spokane at all no you're not missing anything i i'm aware for of no that. lie <laughs> If you ever find yourself driving that way, yeah, yeah, no lie, it's it's a good it's a good brewery. Okay, cool. But, I will definitely yeah. do that. Other than that, yeah, it was just Spokane, 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 <laughs> Spokane, Spokane. Well, should we talk about the other movie that I knocked off my list this week too, which is a uh, Rudy. 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 I've never seen Rudy, so there's nothing I could say about Rudy. <laughs> 
It's a, it's a, it involves football, so probably if it's not a comedy and involves football, I probably haven't seen it. No, it's not a comedy. No, it's, 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 it's actually uh, based on um, real person. I overcame life. some sort of uh, let's just put quotes in there, or no, we'll put parentheses. It could be yeah. uh, addiction, disability, uh, social status. There you go. Or ding something ding. Else. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I became Although, football guy. Now look, I I think Sean Aston. That's his name. Yeah. is is a fantastic actor, although you know he's always going to be Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> but um, I think he's a great actor. But um, the way that the character obsesses with football, like midway through the movie, I was like, "Is this like a? Is, is the guy like autistic? Is that what this is all about?" Because it was like he thought he's retarded nonstop. Like mm, everything's football. I like, think he's a little bit retarded. Yeah, might have been. But it was based on a real person, <laughs> and that apparently the reports about his behavior, wicked retarded. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it in Boston the movie? Uh, it's like Notre Dame, isn't it? That he yeah, plays yeah, for. Yeah, it's yeah. in Boston, isn't right? It? He has like yeah. these aspirations to, to, yeah. He has Asperger. I mean, aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like midway I'm a through, bad person. Just to say, I'm just thinking, guys, this guy's supposed to be autistic, or is he supposed to be like semi? Like, what's the what, what is with this? It's like Rain Man with football thrown in. Yeah, it's yeah, just football. It's, yeah. After a while, it's like Jesus. This is like a little. I like football. Yeah, disturbing. Notre Dame. Yeah, <laughs> they fuck you at A and M. That's my only football joke. Sorry, I don't even get it. That's how much I'm not into football. I don't know, but it was um, I w- it was actually a, a good movie. I w- I would say it was a good movie. The first half of it wasn't as good as the second half. It was like so. One first movies. act pretty strong. Second act started mm-hmm. to get weak. Third no, act, I would actually say the first, first first act was extremely weak. The first act was weak. It felt very cliched, and this may be one of those things where it was like other movies have imitated it, and so now I'm I'm looking back at the first one that maybe did it. And oh no, it's definitely not the first one. That you don't think that. so? No. no. <laughs> well, okay, I'm going to take your word for that, but um, uh, it was an okay movie. The, the ending was was at the end. I was finally glad I watched it. Like midway through the movie, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to keep watching this movie. <laughs> This might be one of the rare I couldn't finish watching it ratings. And only a couple of movies have earned that so far. So. Which ones? Um, Probably one Red Dawn. That I get. I could not handle that. And then um, I had, and not only did this movie, it was, I think it was a, oh, it was a, uh, who's the who's the guy that does all the government intrigue stories? Um, Grisham. Grisham. Yeah. Grisham? One like of his Pelican movies. Pelican Reef or one of those? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. something with Harrison It always involves Ford. like lawyers being paranoid about something yeah. or something. Yeah, whatever. I, I could not do that. I was like midway through Grisham does movie. all the lawyer stuff. Is that who? Okay, then it was... Yeah. Uh, Is this like the Hunt for Red October guy, Jack Ryan movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it I Jack made Ryan it, movie? Because like three people have played Jack Ryan. I made it through as so. a Hunt for Red October, although I didn't care much for it. And um, you know what's funny? One of the people that played Jack Ryan, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I think he was the one of the... No, wait, was it Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, or was it uh, Ben Affleck? I don't know. Or one of those <laughs> handsome rich guys. But um, that I it was like presumed innocent. That was another one that was uh, made off this guy's books. Who is that? God damn it, man! I can't remember the guy's name. It was he does all the government intrigue and spies and yeah, this, this Clancy. Person that, yes, Clancy. Yes, Tom, uh, t- uh, Tom Clancy. Yes, is that his name? Tom. Yes. Clancy? he does video games. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
I couldn't. I after I watched this movie, it was something with Harrison Ford presumed innocent or something like that. I don't remember what it was. Oh, then that I, sounds like Grisham. But halfway through this movie, that I was, was like, a "Stupid fucking." This movie, is so way. terrible. I am not only not going to finish. You watching You would have been it, better off watching Working Girl. <laughs> Working Girl. That wasn't a bad movie at all. I no, like it was not a bad movie. Yeah, it's not a great movie, but it's not a bad movie. No, I remember watching it and enjoying it. Um, that was a movie I actually watched when it came out. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> but um, not only did I not like this this movie, I went through and and all the other movies by Tom Clancy. I removed them from my list. I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. No more Clear and Present Danger. No more Jack Ryan. Right? That was it. That was the movie Clear and Present Danger. That was it. That oh, was the it? one. I got about a half hour into it, and I was like, This is yeah, like, it's stupid. This all I those movies do. are stupid. The Jack Ryan movies. The only good one is Hunt for Red October. Yeah. And that's that's only because Sean Connery is the most Scottish Russian I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> you have to watch that movie just for his performance as a Russian submarine captain. Hunt for Red October <laughs> kept me going because I felt, and speaking of autistic, I felt like I was, as the viewer, autistic. And that there was just lots of things happening, so I was like, I was like, okay, I'm on board for this. All I'm right, not... lots of things. <laughs> There's movement. You know what? That movie didn't disappoint. It had lots of things. There were things <laughs> and people shouting and people moving and things moving and hard for Red October. And I, there was a point where actually the first two scenes in that movie were pretty good. I remember the part where um, Comrade he <laughs> <laughs> he tricks them and escapes or something. There was like a scene early on where he he Sean Connery's character escapes. I don't remember the movie really well. It's it wasn't one of my favorite things that I've watched, but I do remember the early on the the early scenes were actually pretty entertaining. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I went in short and cut around. I'm Russian. That. <laughs> really? Thank you, comrades, <laughs> for uh, riding in my submarine. Very nice. <laughs> but yes, I love Sean Connery as a Russian. It was he's one of my favorite parts, and uh, it goes along with Highlander, where he plays a Spaniard, and oh. it's still Sean Connery. God, it's good. I'm halfway through that movie. You're, I love that's that. That's one movie. on my list. That's, yeah. a, that's a fun movie. I really love that movie. I'm. I, I'm I'm trying to get myself into a state of mind where I forgive movies for their eightiesness, eightiesness. <laughs> I'm so I'm watching that movie and I'm just I'm I'm just overwhelmed Who by that. Wants to live forever. <laughs> I love Queen. Such a good soundtrack. I love Queen too, but it's no. <laughs> oh man, they did a number on that fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm I'm trying my best not to condemn movies for being too eighties. And uh, that's one of or I'm, I'm I'm that's why I'm only halfway through it. I had to stop. I was like, okay, I've had enough. <laughs> I gotta stop. I'm gotta... dripping with eighties. I gotta go take a shower. <laughs> then I'll go... come back once I'm dry and I'm back in the 21st century. I can soak myself in eighties again. I have to get rid of the parachute pants and the shirt with the fake front and all that stuff. Exactly. <laughs> and then and, the, and the really really what like why why are you wearing a beret really? Just random dude wearing a beret. In yeah. every eighties movie, there's a random dude wearing a beret. <laughs> Check it out. Watch an eighties movie. You will eventually find a random dude wearing a beret. Was that a law? In baggy pants sometimes. Was that a law back then? I don't know. I don't know, but it it happened. It happened. Um it was fucking weird. It's fucking weird. How are you finishing your beers before me, man? I don't you must know. Have had That's a hell of a week. Really unusual. <laughs> it is very unusual. Um, but while, while you're pouring 
and maybe introducing the listeners to the beer, I'm going to go, you know. All right. I will will read the shit out of this label. (laughs) Well, I'm going to open this next beer, which is uh, Dry Hopped with Hop Rocket. I don't know what a Hop Rocket is, but it... It sounds slightly sexual, and uh, I can get behind that. I can get behind our hop rocket. Um, we have a uh, from Iron Horse Brewing right here in uh, Ellensburg, Washington, another place where no one really has an excuse to go unless they're driving past it. I have yet to go to this brewery, but I really want to because I've liked a lot of their beers. Their most famous beer is Irish Death. This is called Double Rainbow. A hoppy red ale. No, wait. A hoppy hoppy red ale and a red IPA. One beer, two styles. Well, we'll we'll see about this. I th- we may have had this on the podcast already, um, but I don't know. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna open this up. And oh yeah, oh yeah. Did you feel that hop that rocket? Was... Did you feel it? Was so enthralling. I, I really rocket. Speak. I he speak. was so enthralled with his own urine <laughs> that he couldn't speak. No, I, I meant your 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 uh, dissertation on the. No, <laughs> he went he went and dunked for and I'm really surprised I lasted as long as I did. Man, <laughs> sex doesn't even last that long for me. Eh? Oh, jeez. <laughs> so well, I was, yeah, I was so uh, off in my own world here. I don't even know what it is we're drinking. Oh, you went to go pee. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we're drinking uh, oh, double, double rainbow, rainbow, a hoppy red ale, and a red IPA. It's one beer, two styles. As I, I have to go through the old shit again. <laughs> Just listen to the fucking podcast, asshole. I'll, I'll back up and listen. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> double rainbow all the way. Absolutely, I love the cover because the rainbow is made out of skulls, and that makes it. Better. That makes it kind of scary. That makes it not as, you know. <laughs> not as gay. Not as a little girly. <laughs> My rainbow's made out of skulls. <laughs> Sounds like something I would I would draw on my peachy in middle school. <laughs> Dude, you draw a rainbow, but it's skulls. You know what I used to do with those? I like rainbows, but I like skulls, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you friends with Guy Fieri when I <laughs> Kind of, yeah, yeah. I do. I did all kinds of stupid shit when I was eleven, ten or eleven, I think. Yeah. uh, With the neighbor boys, we had a a club called the Skulls, and we took white T-shirts. My mom went and bought us all white T-shirts, or we stole white T-shirts from our homes. Yeah. And we 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 drew skulls on them, and then drew and then wrote the skulls. On the shirt, and then in the back of the house we were staying, we were living at the time, was like this little shed that we made into like our hideout. Ooh, the skulls! Yeah, hideout. the skull. Don't go in there. That's and we the were skulls. we were a menace to no one. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's just yanked the rug out from under this whole thing at the very end. So oh, yeah, man. <laughs> we, we were we were three white kids, like at ten years old, thinking we were all fucking cool. We looked like this weird conglomeration of of like sad little boys trying to be grown ups, and uh, like a fifties gang from like a, a, a musical. You know, it, it was just like when you're a jet, you're a jet. Oh God, we're stupid. 
You know, it, it was terrible. Did you guys go into your club and try to come up with theme songs like that? <laughs> we, we probably did. I'm sure we probably had a theme song. I used to have my boom box at the time. This is like 1985, 86. No, yeah. it hadn't been 84, 85, I think. Yeah. And because, uh, you know, I, yeah, 73, so we must have been 84, uh, 83 or 84. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I used to take my boombox out there and just like crank the tunes, man. Oh, so you guys and like, so it was, it was like 84. So we're talking like, like Joan Jett, which so is awesome. I like Joan Jett. Core. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> So cheesy. Oh, I really like, wish I had pictures of that time because that is some beautiful shit. I love learning this about you. That's like <laughs> the skulls. <laughs> I never did uh, make up any fake gangs as a kid. I, I was sort of a little more straight laced. I was. I was. Uh, uh, I think the most we ever did was like. Toss firecrackers at things. I, I don't know. That was like the ooh scary gag. <laughs> Stay out of their way, man. They might yeah, they might those, throw a firecracker at you. Throw one of those ooh. Little, little popper things. On I know. The at one point, uh, um, I did this. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast already. We, me and my friend, I think it was Joe. It might have been somebody else, but uh, we we had those. Um, I don't know what they're called. They're like poppers or something. They're, it's a box full of sawdust, and it has these yeah, little yeah. tiny uh, sperm-looking fucking things that you throw <laughs> on the ground, and they I pop. Just, I just referenced those a second Oh, did ago. you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and they, those popper things, and, and we would take, we would buy them by the box, like by the dozen, practically, the boxes. And, yeah. you guys and we would constantly find different ways of blowing them up. Right, right. And so I said, oh, oh, let's go do this, because I knew my mom was just about to go to the store. Uh-huh. Took a whole handful, put them behind every wheel. <laughs> and so she backed up and went, bam, 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 bam. Got out of the car, walked all the way around the car, like checking all the tires, got in the car, and drove to the store. Well, guys- I grew up in a small town, so yeah. we immediately got on our bikes and just pedaled our asses to the store. <laughs> Did the same thing to her there, <laughs> All the way back, and she came in the house. Jerry, there's something wrong with the car. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we hear this, and we just start laughing and laughing. Boys, what did you do? What did you do? <laughs> and of course, at that point, my dad starts laughing because we're explaining exactly what we did to her. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, eventually, she found it funny too. I was expecting that you were going to be like across the street, just going, <laughs> and the skull strike again. <laughs> We've made a housewife distraught. <laughs> we made a housewife walk around the car. <laughs> that is badass. <laughs> the man won't keep us down. Wait till oh we start God. smoking our candy cigarettes on the court. Man, I had no idea you were that badass <laughs> as a kid, Jeff. This is this is kind of shocking. Oh yeah, <laughs> you've had some. Uh, you came from a rough, rough upbringing. <laughs> Lower middle class, small town America. Right. Ooh, right. I was a white kid in a small town. <laughs> I must be alone in the world. <laughs> Please. <laughs> This beer is fucking good, by that the way. That is really good. I was going to say, this has got real... Uh, ah, flavor. Yeah, I don't want to sound too mm. pretentious, but it's got a real depth to it. It does. It does. Lots of... 
I think I, it does say uh, one beer, two styles, and you can really actually almost taste both styles. There is yeah. a flavor of an ale, like a red ale, but there's also kind of it's on the back end. It's quite hoppy and, and very IPA ish. Is that yeah. a word? I don't know. It is not. Sure, it is. Oh, it's speaking based. of words, I made one up today. Tell there's me. a new internet meme or, or an internet sensation. I have to make it. Yeah, what's up? Um, at work, it's uh, almost our 15th anniversary at work. So our, our casino is almost 15 years old. Well, they have these balloons all over that say 15. And then uh, in some places, they have this big sign that's made out of balloons. And it says 15 in the middle. And then it says, sell Ebrat ing. Because so, it's so separated, it almost looks like three different words. <laughs> right. So I kept looking at Ebrat. And I'm like, oh, I know E-brat. what that is. I know what that in Ebrat is. <laughs> Hashtag Ebrat. <laughs> yeah. It's a troll that's under twelve, right. internet troll that's under twelve. Yeah, right. it's an ebrat. Yeah, I think I think this should be a thing. We should start calling these kids ebrats. Ebrats. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that should catch on. I have encountered them before. Hashtag ebrat. <laughs> right alongside hashtag tweak your plug. <laughs> hashtag tweak your plug. Hashtag ebrat. Hashtag you're just a cunt. <laughs> so yeah. I'm pretty sure I've used that one with the president. <laughs> you use a lot of things for the president. I'm, I'm, I'm you know what? I, I'm kind of along the same lines as uh, um, uh, 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 Greg Proops at this point. I just don't want to even mention him anymore. Yeah, um, I don't either. Uh, I, I like the fact that he does, never calls. He, he never says his name, so it's always like Orange Forty Five, Orange Julius Caesar, <laughs> uh, the Papaya Pinochet. Yeah. Um, you know. We, oh, there's a lot of names out there for him. I mean, you know. Yeah. But Orange 45 is one of my favorites, and uh, I like... Uh, um, what, what does he call it? He calls him uh, the the, the uh, Kremlin-owned carotene or something like Kremlin-owned oh, carrot geez. or something like that. A lot a lot of different little, little this clips. This would be an awesome time to catch Greg Proops live. I mean, that would be... Oh, I know. Well, his great. last one was just fucking amazing, but yeah. he's over in Europe right now doing... Yeah, I really, I really regret missing him last time he came. Well, I regret not going down to Seattle and seeing him like three or four weeks ago. You know who I kind of regret not going to see is uh, Alton Brown. He just came through Bellingham a few days ago. I just saw that he was in Casa Que Pasa of all fucking places you could of all went. places in Bellingham. Yeah, to go to there, but go I, to I, a I fucking guess... fat ass burrito place. The place isn't even that good. Well, he seemed to enjoy what he got. He seemed to really enjoy what he was eating. Um, and I but... like Alton Brown. He's a really good chef. I mean, and he he also went to the he also went to the. Uh, uh, old World Cafe, which oh, I think God, is probably a little bit better. Fucking yeah. amazing! Um, but I was I was kind of amazed though on his uh, Facebook page. If you went and looked, he was like, he was just like wandering around Bellingham, you know, just taking pictures of himself, like down at Boulevard Park. He got a coffee and was just wandering around Boulevard Park. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who does that? I mean, I know he's not like, I don't know if he's considered an A list celebrity. No, but he's no, no, he's no. definitely recognizable. And the yeah, idea well, that, he's he's one of the celebrities that you would probably recognize immediately if if you followed him at all, if you knew him. Yeah. I to be to be honest with you, I would have never known who the fuck he was. Yeah, I would what? have never known him. Yeah, but if you put him in context of his television show, oh, you mean absolutely. if you saw him just wandering around, you would. Yeah, if I saw him wandering around, I wouldn't know who the fuck he is. He's just another oh, dude. Glad he looks like somebody from fucking Bellingham. <laughs> he does actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the night before, I guess we're, he was. We're we're a hipster light here. I mean, and he's kind of hipsterish. So yeah, no, he he looks like somebody. I just thought it was very cool. That was um one of the things that um George Carlin did a show here in Bellingham. In, uh-huh. 
I know. I hate even bringing it up because I didn't go. I don't know why I didn't go. I've I have I worshipped that guy as a kid, and here he is playing like literally ten minutes away, and I was just like, eh, big deal. And afterward, I was like, why did I have that no, attitude? Sam. I know. And then he died. Like it was like a couple of few years after that. that well, that's died. like uh, they might be giants. Remember how stoked I was to see they might be giants. I know yeah. you and Mike had never even fucking heard of them practically, I, or didn't know I, them very well. And I'm like, yeah. I'm I knew every song, and it, I'm I will never regret not going and seeing them because that was fucking fabulous. And I never thought I would ever see them live. I did not like them growing up. Like yeah. I, they had a few hits on MTV at the time when I was like a teenager. Hilarious, but I, I, I gained an appreciation, and then I'm one of those people where if if I have friends who are into things that I'm not into, I'll I'll give it a second. I look. will kill those friends. <laughs> <laughs> I will send them threatening letters until they give it up. I no, will send, I will uh, I will post threatening things on friend face. I'll, I'll give it a second look. I'll give it a second look, and sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does, and I'm kind of glad. You know, I'm I'm actually happy too that i went to go see that yeah. because i i felt like this was like i don't know what it was i think i was just a little too into heavy metal and they are not even anywhere in the neighborhood no 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 and so all, i think all. that forced me that caused me just to lump them in with everything else that was crappy it's so funny that you were in heavy metal i mean i i i imagine you being oh kind of like me uh, from a small town in, in western washington yeah you know uh uh and for me, I was so fucking different from every. I did not, I didn't mind heavy metal. Yeah, but most of the heavy metal I heard was like faux heavy metal, like Motley Crue, Rat. Um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like Pantera and all the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then I heard some of the good stuff, and I'm like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. But I like this music, which no one fucking else liked, except for the uh, transplant uh, California kids that came. Uh, we had very similar taste, and I just discovered that stuff on my own. So I mean, yeah. I was listening to like REM and The Cure and and Depeche Mode and all this stuff. That trust me. In in fucking Burlington, Washington, no one was fucking listening. Oh to. yeah, yeah, yeah. No one. I had. This it was same. all Bon Jovi country music or uh, 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 the stuff you were listening to. Yeah. Uh, what are they called? Metallica. Well, and stuff like that. It was all that, and I just uh, yeah. That to me was boring because it wasn't different. It was. It didn't feel like something new. In Aberdeen, it was different. Like nobody was into that. Like They're there was a very, the there was a very that was underground in Aberdeen. If you were into Iron Maiden or Judas Priest, that was considered. Oh, really? like, yeah, that was like, whoa, you're into some weird fucking bands, you know? Oh, that and was so, a whole subgenre of human being in my fucking <laughs> world. That was there was like the preppies, those guys, yeah. the rockers, yeah. Because we literally, I mean, every, my wife makes fun of it all the time. I was like, that click thing doesn't really happen here, does it? I'm like, you don't know my high school. Yeah. There was whole groups of people that dressed alike that walked around together. It was fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's everywhere. <laughs> it was fucking it's amazing. <laughs> uh, every, there was the group that had the t-shirts like you probably had, and the long hair, and like all the, they they generally would have either like a cut like the weird cut off leather jacket or the the jean because they couldn't afford the leather, so yeah. they'd have the jean jacket that had that was kind of cut off with all the pins and shit, right? With, right. with the, like a cut off t-shirt shit in the back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. chains and stuff. And they, there was those guys. They would walk around together. And then there was the country guys who all had the same shirt. It was like this weird denim shirt that like zipped up like halfway down. 
Oh well, yeah, oh yeah, you remember yeah, yeah, that? yeah. And then they yeah. wear those dumb cowboy hats all around the fucking school, and then right. you walk around in a group. And yeah, then you yeah. have the, the the jock dudes that were always wearing the literally they're wearing their Letterman's jackets everywhere, and or the or stuff or that the looked like Lacoste. the cost. They used to wear the Lacoste shirts, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. You know, and then you had the 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 Christian kids, which was a very small group, but they always had their group. And they were wearing the, they were wearing the polos and the slacks, right? And then you had the rest of us, right? Who were just didn't know what the fuck to do with ourselves. But uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, there was always those groups. It was a fucking amazing, yeah. it was a weird, 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 weird well, time. At least in Aberdeen, the the heavy metal stuff went went hand in hand with the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Jeff lost. Control. Ladies and gentlemen. He, Jeff has been cut off. That, I repeat, it. Jeff has been cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Lost control of your microphone. I'm sorry. Um, no, the uh, the it seemed like in 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 Aberdeen at least the heavy metal stuff went hand in hand with the kids who were into like um, fantasy and sci-fi, like yeah. the nerd kids. Like that was a weird like everybody I knew who was into heavy metal was also like either like really into computers or into D and D. Really? Yeah, it was weird. Everybody oh, I nice. knew was like that. It was it was like Actually, I stopped playing D&D in uh, like freshman year is when I stopped. Yeah. yeah, I didn't start again until after high school. Which I, is which is weird because I didn't uh the my only friends I kind of fell out of friendship with them that played D&D, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was it was I I became the 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 theater nerd. I was the thespian. Yeah. Oh, yes. Nice. <laughs> what thespian troop we were part of? I can't remember. It was like seven three five or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but uh, didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's fine. I I just I was. Um, it's funny that you have a view of of heavy metal kids. It's like significantly different from. I, it probably manifests itself completely differently in every in every small town. Well, I think because you're th- cut off like oh. that. Also, I think uh, you come from a much more rural area. I mean, I come from a rural area, but we had oh, Bellingham was twenty minutes away. Right, um, right. We had Seattle, uh, even you know about an hour away. Right. Um, Mount Vernon was right next to it, which was, was a fairly large town. Everett wasn't very far away. So I mean, we were part of that yeah, kind of yeah, you guys I five corridor. Was, yeah. So information is going up and down that corridor. Yeah, and we were getting a lot of those things. So I mean, it was not unheard of for people to come up to Bellingham to go to a Iron Maiden show. Yeah, you know, or Vancouver, or you right, know. right, right. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's a, but yeah, that's like a, it. It, I think being cut off like that maybe it manifested itself in that way. But it was it was kind of weird. And I remember in high school that's when I discovered that I liked heavy metal, mm-hmm. and I liked the scary heavy metal. And I was still religious at the time too, so it was like I was into Iron Maiden. I'd be like, these guys are kind of creepy. Like I wouldn't listen to them at night. I'd be like I'd be scared to listen to him at night because it was like, oh my god, they're singing about the devil. I can't listen to. That. I can only listen to this in the daytime. Oh, it would sort of freak me out a little bit. Well, you're so cute. And then the, like the D and D books and stuff. I would I would buy into all those old stories about you know the like the, the Satanism guy. and yeah the guy who spells could be real. He threw his D and D books away and they started talking. <laughs> That story scared the crap out of me. <laughs> so you kept them close. I just put them into storage, and I made sure they knew they were just going into storage. And that someday, yes, I will use you again. You talked to each one, <laughs> headed each page. Please don't hurt me. 
don't talk to me. Don't let the voices come to me. Oh, I'm so glad I lost the religion. <laughs> that was just a mind fuck. I always tell my kids they're lucky they're not being raised with that. You know, I don't think they appreciate it. Yeah, there's a lot of guilt, I think, associated with being religious and then and then doing yeah. something outside the norm. I couldn't. I I, uh, I have friends that uh, came from, uh, you know, religions like uh, uh, Jehovah's Witness or no, not Jehovah's. What's the Utah one? I don't know. Oh, the Mormons. Mormons. Yeah, yeah I have friends that the gay friends that came from Mormon. I I couldn't imagine the guilt. You know, associated with something like that. Yeah, I have a uh, because I mean, you're you're. Uh, to be honest with you, when you grow up, you're programmed, and to overcome that programming is very difficult. That's why you yeah, get so yeah. many people uh, with the ridiculous right wing rhetoric with nothing really to back it up. They yeah. just repeat something. They're regurgitating something they were taught when they were very young. They don't understand why they think that way, so they come up with violent reasons to express that. Yeah. And so it, it's it, I, I I I honestly don't understand people like that uh, uh, because it it's not that I overnight overcame it or I always just didn't believe in it. No, of course I did. Yeah. But uh, slowly over time, I came to realize that yes, I was programmed. I yeah. pledge allegiance to the flag. I was feeling and, like- and all that stuff, you know, the Lord's Prayer and all that stuff. It's and when it's repeated to you over and over and over as a child, yeah, it becomes ingrained. It is ingrained in you. I've always felt like that was like your first challenge in life is to overcome that whatever you were raised with, you know, whatever point of view that you're that you're taught. You know, that's like your first challenge in life. Is like, do you do you, do you adhere to that because you really believe it? <laughs> it, it and you it, really feel. So like what you're saying, a- it starts with the Easter Bunny, <laughs> goes to goes to goes to Santa. I don't know about that. I, it's, <laughs> then finally your parents, then Jesus, then God. Boom! That that's the the road of lies that just keeps going and going until the big one happens, and you're like. <gasps> If Santa isn't awesome and real, if the Easter Bunny isn't awesome and real, if my parents are assholes, if Jesus might not exist, oh shit, God doesn't exist. If B. Arthur isn't real. No, B. Arthur was fucking real, and she was a fucking goddess. Yeah, I'm kidding. She's always my default, like, joke. I almost made the joke today, but I I didn't, um, mostly because no one was there, Uh, and I just made it in my head and laughed. Uh, but I do that a lot. Uh, but uh, uh, who who is? It? I think maybe Greg Proops has this joke of uh, uh, God's actually a Filipino lady. Uh, and, and I saw this whole group of Filipino ladies eating lunch together, and they were just laughing and laughing. And I'm like, yeah, that's God's table right there. Because they look like they're having a fucking great time. That's all I'm saying. And that makes them God. No, it's just God's table. You know that our vice president. This is I don't I I I really hate and regret bringing any kind of political stuff into this, but this is um. This oh, don't is worry, weird. I'll make a fart joke later. This is weird. <laughs> okay, get it ready. <laughs> Cue the fart joke. Okay, um, it's come out in the last few days that uh, that he has a belief that he is he should not be alone or dine with any women if his wife is not present. Like he has a, a code of ethics. That's that, not ethics. <laughs> I know it's just fucking crazy. <laughs> that goes I back to the plane like, ride. Remember the plane ride from Israel, right? With all the Orthodox Jews that wouldn't sit next to all the yeah. women. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I was just thinking about the fact that you know we were just talking about what you're raised with, what you're raised to believe, and that 
I personally think that it's a it's a test for you in life to, you know, maybe you're a Christian growing up and you stay a Christian as an adult, but you have to have that moment, I think, where you, you look at it and you say, is this really me? And if it is, fine. That's fine. You can continue being a Christian. I don't, I don't give a crap. But if it's not, you move on to something else. You either become an atheist or whatever. But, you know, it's like guys like that, you can just tell that's just like a red flag. It's like you've never had that moment. You're still like a, a mentally like a teenager. Mm-hmm. You're still stuck in that thing that you were raised with. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't dine with another woman. Why? What, what does that even matter? I mean, what if you work with somebody and you you eat in lunch? Who cares? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's so weird. It's like it's like the uh, yeah, but it is. It is. That's a great. I didn't even think about the airplane thing. It is exactly like that. It's like yeah, that's all it is. It's the same way of thinking. It, It and that's why I don't care. I make fun of all religions equally. I mean, they're they're. To be honest with you, they're all fucking stupid. They're all stupid. But they have great. They have great stories. Yeah. Absolutely great stories. We're sure. still repeating those stories every day in TV and movies, yeah. and yeah, the, yeah. Um, whether it be Christianity or or, or, or Islam or uh, Buddhism or whatever it is, yeah. yeah, there there's some wonderful stories that they they're they're tales that we learn from. Yeah, and that's what it is. It's it's about learning to exist on this planet with other human beings. And not being a fucking asshole every day. But some people don't get that. They go, oh, my God, that guy was gay and he was bad. Ah!" You know, all of a sudden, oh, Jesus. Okay, wow. Okay, settle down, dude. Settle the fuck down. I can't dine with a woman. Yeah. Ladies are bad because my penis gets hard in front of them. Ah!" You know, okay, settle the fuck down. That's your problem, not theirs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? So, you know, it's... People kind of find all kinds of excuses to be dicks, and uh, usually it's—I think—I think often it stems from their own inadequacies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's weird. I don't think people like that realize they're telling us more about their. Still, again, what the fuck? I, I'm way ahead of you, man. Why are you so like... ahead of me? You are—you're turning it into <laughs> an. Do we need to have intervention? <laughs> don't worry, I'll bring the beer. That would make a great <laughs> podcast, like to actually have an intervention. <laughs> But to actually have it for the person who leaves, I'm making a sign. It. That's all I've said. It's going to be a big fucking banner. Beer intervention. Wait, that was bad. That was terrible. Don't laugh at that. It was terrible. I like it. I like it. But no, I like the idea of having it for the one person in the podcast who is probably least who probably least needs it. True. I've, I think I've drank every day for a while now. Most of this week, yeah. Well, I was sick. I had a cold for most of the week. Yeah. And uh, you know what? I've been taking medicine every night. One glass of whiskey every night. <laughs> That's and not medicine. What do you think's in cold medicine half the time? Whiskey? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Whiskey. It's always Irish whiskey. <laughs> um, they don't tell you. And there's gel caps, Irish whiskey inside there. Fuck yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. They're making the alcoholics. Um, That's all it is? No, it works like a champ. It works okay. like a champ. It clears you up a little bit, enables you to sleep better. Yeah. What do you think NyQuil is? It's basically alcohol that's almost not quite alcohol. It's like an opiate, <laughs> for crying out loud. Dayquil's the same thing. It just has caffeine. Who gives a shit? Let's just do this. <laughs> One of them gets the green food coloring. The other gets the orange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to put wake-up juice in this one. <laughs> so Sorry, you were, you were saying about religious people. 
And I was enjoying oh, that conversation. I Apologies. I, I don't know. Honestly, I, just to me, it's 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 difficult for me to believe that the guy who's second in line to the presidency actually has not has not had that moment that I'm that I'm talking about where. But it most most hasn't. people don't have that moment. That's the thing. People yeah. don't think to question the things they. I, I often think they should be questioning. Right. I, 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 that's. Uh, I, that's why I, I don't count myself as a patriot, quote-unquote, yeah. because, first of all, number one, stupid fucking word. Yeah. Number two, the word represents somebody who truly supports his government. Yeah. And even the people that are patriots don't support the fucking government or claim to be patriots. Yeah. They don't support the fucking government. So shut the fuck up, first of all. Um, no. Patriots is just a fucking oh, football oh, no, team, no, no. and no one cares. They... We support it just uh, when there ain't no black guys running it. <laughs> no, why. no. As long as there's no one with uh, the Democratic Party there, yeah. that's that's. But that's lame. I don't know. I I, I still I stand by my statement saying that uh, most bullshit in the world comes from men's inadequacies. So <laughs> my dick's too small. I got to shoot non-whites. <laughs> That My like wife a- won't even touch me no more. I should run. Oh, I should molest a child. Oh my god! Okay, well that sounds like a final thought. <laughs> <laughs> I should not use that accent because the, the Southerners aren't the only ones that do stupid ass shit. I mean, look no, at, that's true. Everyone in the, the 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 White House right now, none of them have that accent. I mean, you can say all you want about George Bush. He was he was a cute little boy that was uh, president for a little while. But uh, uh, he was nowhere near as bad as the, these guys right now. Uh, no kidding. And well, you know what? Funny. Dick Cheney was an evil fuck, but oh. he ran the country better than these assholes. There's a small to. list of people. <laughs> there is a small list of people whose deaths will prompt a party at my house. Pat Robertson is on that list. He's at the top of that list. When he really, dies. Pat Robertson isn't oh, he an evangelist? A, he's an evil fucker. Have you ever read yeah. anything about him? Oh yeah, he's terrible. He's a terrible human being. He's like a, he's got all these connections to these diamond mines in Africa where people are getting killed, and he's making money off. It's like fuck him. He is an mm-hmm. evil human being. And as soon as he leaves, we're all gonna feel it. The moment he dies, we're all gonna know because we're gonna go. <laughs> the world just got Wait. a little bit better. <laughs> I, I I just felt a thousand voices cry out in joy. <laughs> <laughs> so there will be a party at my house today that fucking evil bastard leaves us. Awesome, planet. I'll be there. And uh and Dick Cheney's on that list too. There's oh, just yeah, people he's, he's evil. I just feel like we need to celebrate. You know who else was like saving. almost that evil was the 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 justice court dude that died. The Supreme Court justice that died. Oh, the oh, oh. That oh. guy was he was he was up there in the evil scale. There's some, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's some people, evil fucks out there. And there's guess people what? in the world. Those people are rich and fucking powerful. I, I, I'm not one to celebrate misery or bad things happening, but uh, there are people who have weighed themselves down so bad with, so much with evil doing on the planet that when they leave, their death will actually be a positive, a net gain for the entire planet. And so I just I feel like it, it needs to be celebrated and acknowledged. So yes, Pat Robertson, party at my place. <laughs> nice. Now I'm going to look him up, and I'm going to like put, I'm going to put a death watch on him. He's one of the reasons I'm not religious anymore. Really, I had a, a like a philosophical issue with he. He always brings up this thing on. His, if you watch the Seven Hundred Club, if you still if you ever watched it, I know you're you're doing that look. 
but as a kid, you know, I was like, I, I believed all this stuff. So I would like watch people on TV like that. And he always used to bring up this thing called the, the rule or the law of reciprocity. If you give to the 700 Club, God will give back to you many times over. That sounds like, like an evangelist. I and I knew enough about this stuff so to where why, I would why go. Why does God need money? Yeah, I know he's having a hard time paying the bills. You know, making the ends meet as <laughs> an all-knowing, all-all-seeing deity. He's having an God's issue broke. with that. He's got to pay the bills, man. <laughs> I just remember looking at that and going, you know, that's if I'm giving to you. I'm I'm told that we're supposed to do good things without any expectation of how that benefits me as a Christian. But you're pushing this concept of do good and it'll come back to you many times over. Like, give me money and it'll come back. And I just thought that's playing into people's greed, first of all. And then I had, there's like a much bigger issue. We don't have time to go into it on this, on the, we're at the end of the podcast. But there's, I had a problem with the idea that God would allow people like this to twist his word on the planet and to take advantage of that many people. And I just thought, if God really exists, he would have put in the fucking Bible. He said, there's going to be a guy named Pat Robertson. Fuck him. Don't listen to him. Yeah, God didn't write the Bible. Yeah, People no. wrote the... Uh, dudes wrote the Bible. Right. There Which is been... why there's like three women in the whole fucking Bible. Because right. they were all just like, oh, we don't so, need them. So to me, as a young Christian, I just thought, there should be more warning about this kind of stuff. Because he's yeah. obviously a fraud. And he's obviously bilking people. But there are millions of people out there who go for or fall for this crap. And it's like I I can't I can't I can't put that together. I can't put that together with an all knowing, all seeing, all loving God not warning us about this shit. Please, have you ever read the Old Testament? He's not. A good oh no, 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 no! That that, <laughs> that guy was a dick. We could do a series. We could do a series of podcasts about why I lost the religion. Excellent. And that's part of it too. We'll, we'll call it losing my religion. <laughs> No, we won't do that. Our dick's not that big. That's the whole podcast name. But uh, so anyway, so there's a personal and social reasons, cultural reasons why I will celebrate that guy's death because he deserves to die, and the world will be wow. a better place the day after. I've always found that uh, most most Christians are not very Christian. No, you know, if you believe the in yeah. this Christ mythology. And uh, it's mythology, people. Get the fuck over it. I don't care if it's on the History Channel. <laughs> it's fucking mythology. There's no proof the guy actually existed. We got proof that Noah's Ark is real. <laughs> we found a stick of wood up in the mountains. It shouldn't have been there. <laughs> Wait, wood in the mountains? Never. Uh, but the, the whole Christ thing is, is like... If you were really following the teachings of Christ, yeah. you would not hate anyone. Yeah. You would forgive everyone, yeah. you would be nice to everyone, and you would try to understand their <laughs> point of view. Yeah. Yeah. So don't talk to me about Christianity, mm -hmm. you cunt. If you were Pat Robertson and actually following the Bible, you would call everybody up that you've screwed over and ask for forgiveness. Then you would find a quiet room in your house and put a rope up over the uh, whatever beams you can find and hang yourself. That dangles a shotgun, <laughs> right? Right. And here's what you do: you 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 somehow not a shotgun. How yeah. about a, a, a repeater? Some some kind of repeater, like sure. an AK, something like that. And you because this works. is the states, you can just buy it. That works. You can go to Walmart and just buy your AK. Thank um, Jesus. And and you 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 tie the trigger down. Yes. Right. 
turn on the fan so it's just going, and then you would run around the room naked until you were shot to death. <laughs> Whatever works. You can use a tree and a rope for all I care. No, no, that's not complicated <laughs> enough. He's got to work. He's got to earn his right Ooh. to go to heaven. Right. That's. I agree. He I needs agree to go to you. Pat Robertson heaven. <laughs> oh, my God. And on that note... <laughs> I think we should end this podcast because this is getting dark. <laughs> uh, we actually, I don't this think we beer? actually rated No, the beer we didn't. First, this is so definitely a solid beer. fucking four. Yeah, I agree. Yep. This double rainbow is goddamn amazing. And, and who is it that made this? Iron Horse Brewing yeah. in Ellensburg, Washington. Another place no one ever goes. Double rainbow. And you just drive through. But you know what? Stop sometime. You know what? They don't have the, the, the world's biggest ball of yarn, but they do have Iron Horse. <laughs> They do have the world's most mediocre ball of yarn. <laughs> they do have a, a medium-sized ball of yarn. It's not the world's most medium-sized ball of yarn. Stop by the but... world's t- most typical ball of yarn. <laughs> <laughs> most typical. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, Good anyway. fruit. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. You know so... what? Good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. Good night, Paul. Yes. The skulls strike again. Don't try to stop us. We'll just take you down with us. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Rick Anderson, and a phone-in by Bree Edwards. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. Separating, 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 separation. Uh, let me pull my notes up. Notes. I got some notes. I, actually I did not write an intro. Intro. Well, you don't really have to. No, I think I said intro. <laughs> but really I will improvise. Improvise. I will improvise the Improvising. <laughs> I believe I feel a beer plus three coming on. <laughs> well, that could just be a headache. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about having Mike do uh, his his little poetry corner. I always call it that. <laughs> Um, have him do that like on his own every week and just ship it to us as a sound file and I tack it out at the end. I actually kind of missed that. Right I missed it too. You, yeah, I was like, I was like, I didn't realize how much that felt like uh, that like felt like the thing that got us started. Well, yeah, it calms everybody down and they just listen and then he <laughs> does his uh, uh, flap a hoe or whatever it is and uh, we go about our business. Flap a hoe. I like that. <laughs> Flappaho. I don't know. I said Flappaho. I don't know if that's legal. Flappaho? Yeah. Is this um I suppose you could Fappaho. Uh you probably could if you if you Yeah, manho. You could fap a manho. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I really don't. Sure you don't. No, I don't. I really don't. Yeah, so I have some topics prepared. Well, obviously, you got lists. Of shit. I always do. I just go through. If I find interesting news stories, I'll throw them on here. And then I forgot to write down the movies that I watched, but we can. What? It's not like a huge list since, since I've already told you. I watched Ip Man yesterday. It was awesome.
If, oh yeah, that's on my list. I, yeah, I want to fucking see that good. One. Yeah. Yep. I'm not a big fan of like karate or like martial arts movies, but it's not as much that as it is kind of a historical drama about the Japanese invading China, of course. Oh, okay, that actually boosts my interest quite a bit. So they they did a number on China in World War II. <laughs> they started World War II in 1935 or 36. 36, I think, is when they started World War II. Right. So hmm. interesting. Okay, and people just let them basically do the most horrendous things sometimes even worse than the nazis to be honest with you but that japan had a really weird um society back then i mean they've they've they don't now transformed (laughs) no they're not weird at all (laughs) no 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 but they have transformed a lot oh yeah you know, if if you're handing out a most improved nation award, <laughs> I think them and the Germans would definitely. <laughs> they would get definitely, those. yes, they're both up for it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's funny, you know, when when people always bring up that whole thing about Not you know. The oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I forgot. I don't mean sorry. to interrupt your thought, but I was just thinking, why aren't we doing this on the podcast? I'm not talking anymore. Start, <laughs> Start the fucking podcast. Okay, ready, set, go. Jigaloo, bigaloo. I don't know. I can't do it as well as. Uh, is that a racial slur? I think you just said <laughs> no. I did. Yes, slur. I, I'm, I'm talking about very short white people with big noses. That's what we call them. <laughs> Jigaloo, pigaloo. <laughs> Great. I'm gonna have to put They're generally here. from Slobovia. I'm going to have to put a warning on the front of this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Anyway. 